Hello, and welcome back to Oh Boy, the Podcast. Oh Boy, the Podcast. Oh Boy, the Podcast. The podcast. Uh, I'm Lex. I'm Cody. T. I'm Cam. I was supposed to go before you because we're introducing you. So now we have to go back to you and introduce you. So here we Who are. Who are we here with today? I'm Cody T. <laughs> The one, the only. Uh, literally the one and only. So we've been going through um, the past few podcasts. You guys heard our big five-year anniversary one. You got to get to know me, get to know Cam. And uh, now we're going to get to know Cody T. And he's going to take us through some of the questions that me and Cam have written up, but also questions that you guys on Instagram asked. And uh, there's some good ones in here. So I'm excited to get to it. Me too. I'm hoping by the end of this, you know everything there is to know about me. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Also that, I guess. (laughs) All right. Let's just start off with the basics. Give us your name, your age, and your pronouns. I'm Cody T. I'm going to be, I'm 29, but I'm about to be 30 on July 18th, which is pretty close to the date this is airing. He, him are my pronouns. Love it. All right, and what do you do for the Lost Bros? What's your role for everyone who doesn't know? Give us a little refresh. So I'm definitely the CEO of the company. Um, I oversee a lot of our major projects. I oversee a lot of the design work. I don't do the design. I oversee the design work. I'm in charge of like the brand as a whole and like, you know, kind of our strategy and our map for how things will happen over the next couple of years. And on top of all that, I also do like all the music stuff with Lex. I coordinate with our producer to keep our music coming. And then finally, well, I'm sure there's like a hundred more things, but I, and then I'm on camera with Lex all the time. And so, Cam, obviously. Someone described it really well to me. They said that we're like the skipper and Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. And I'm the skipper, but the star of the show is Gilligan. And that's you. I don't totally remember that show enough to what? understand the reference. Oh my God. I know they were trapped on an island. Yeah. And like, it's definitely the skipper's the lead. Leader, but like the star of the show who's actually running everything it's actually Gillian okay it's you I am a star <laughs> you are the star maybe even um, yes you are <laughs> so we heard a lot about how the Lost Bros started before so do you want to go yeah, we that? Did do all that so we're, we're gonna skip that little get to know question because the next question is how did you join the Lost Bros but you started the Lost Bros and we just went through that you guys all know I started it know. was working at Sushi Pop and then I wanted to have yeah. a business and not be a touring musician so I started the Lost Bros with my brother. All right. So what are your goals for the Lost Bros over the next few years, but also your goals in your personal life at the same time? So my goal for the Lost Bros has always been to just kind of have a place where truthfully I could do whatever I want. And that's kind of what I do. I literally do whatever I want, whenever I want. That was what I always wanted. I was just talking to Lex about this yesterday. And I feel like the purpose of life and a job is to be able to buy yourself as many responsibilities as possible to have as much free time in your life as you can have to do the things that you love. So here it's like a double bonus because I love everything I do for work. But like my goal is to like really enjoy my life so hard. So much so that it's really great at work, but then my great my work is fruitful enough to like really open up enough time for me in my personal life to do the other things I want to do, like travel, make music, which is a big thing right now. That's like I feel like my existential goal of the Lost Bros. But for me personally, what's going on at the Lost Bros right now? Um, it was always to have like a community based brand where we could 
literally make friends through it that was like really what it all started as obviously we say all the time like the people are way more important than the stuff that we're selling so that said you know we're in year five right now the you know year five through ten is a lot different than years one through five so right now it's um you know keep delivering a really awesome product but while really expanding what our brand is and so you guys will see this year a lot of it's going into youtube we're taking the music a lot more seriously obviously we're having very serious conversations about opening a tattoo shop with our friend shannon and then more projects like that to really like diversify our portfolio as a brand and as a business you know to have you know a lot of other cool things going on because at the end of the day what we want to do is bring a lot more life and community to the city of lake buena vista which is where we are um you know right around disney and we have a lot of cool ideas for a lot of cool businesses and things that would really like facelift, you know, an area that's otherwise really assumed to just be very touristy and, you know, like commerce purpose. Yeah. So that's it right now. And make a couple smash hits doing emo covers of Disney songs. We'll see where that takes us. Okay. So in light of that, what is your, like really quickly, first thing comes to your head. Uh, what is your favorite thing to do at work in the Lost Bros and your favorite thing to do outside of work? Two things, quick. My favorite thing to do at work, I, this is probably such a boring answer, but it's the days where I get to sit alone and I have like my digital whiteboard in front of me and I'm either bringing in like all sorts of like fashion inspiration for what we're going to do fashion wise for the next year or sitting alone, like planning my next big scheme, like the album right now. It's like, I'm basically working on like, okay, how are we going to make this yeah. album that's going to like take over the internet? going to yeah we'll we'll see (laughs) hopefully that's the plan come back in october and ask me how it went and then one quick thing outside of work what is it something you just love outside of work that you do um music food tequila that sounds about right that's like pretty much my whole he's not lying that's my being (laughs) although i would say it's more white claws now than tequila yeah it is more white claws than tequila i haven't seen you drink tequila in a long time he did at colton's wedding wedding. at colton's wedding at colton's wedding this man was back on tequila yeah so I like 10 tequila shots slash drinks and everyone else was like dying, passing out on the floor. And I was just like nothing unaffected. Okay. We have two more questions and then a quick rapid fire round. And then cool. we're going to Instagram questions. Your ideal park day. Uh, my ideal park day. Honestly, I'm a resort person. I would rather sit at the pool all day. Um, but when I'm in the parks... That can be your answer. You know. No, it has to be the ideal park. No, no, no. I'll do a park day. I'm not too picky about parks, honestly. Like, I'm one of those people where I just love them so much that, like, when I'm going to enjoy them, I can tap out of, like, all the... I can suspend my opinions and beliefs otherwise that I have from work and just, like, show up and enjoy it. So, like, honestly, like, I think I would go. I like going early, getting in a couple good rides before it's busy, lunch on the go, hanging out. I love drinking at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think, I guess, yeah, I would go to Epcot, ride Frozen right away, maybe do Soren, walk around with lunch, then go over to Studios and have drinks at Baseline, and then chill out and then grab dinner somewhere. I feel like we've done that multiple times. So yeah, I would that's say like my that, favorite that is thing to probably do. your favorite park day. All right. Quick rapid fire talking about Disney World. You're just going to give me the first answer that pops into your head. Okay. Don't think about it too hard. Okay. Favorite park. Oh, Magic oh. Kingdom. Favorite attraction? Frozen. Ever, uh, not ever after. Which one is it? Frozen in Norway, in Epcot. That's my favorite thing to do. Okay, snack. Cream cheese pretzel. Say, how are you not Cream cheese pretzel, it's sorry. faster than that. Uh, restaurant. Uh, it's either like Three Bridges, California Grill, or um, shoot, right now it's one of those two for sure. Okay. Uh, favorite resort? 
The Beach Club. Okay. Favorite classic Disney movie? Peter Pan. Okay. And like a newer movie? Big Hero 6. And then last one, song. Favorite Disney song? Uh, Ashley Tisdale's cover of um, Under the Kiss sea. the Girl. Kiss the Girl. Kiss the Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing so gets me more hyped up for Fantasmic than that song playing before it. Right? For some reason, they play that before <laughs> Fantasmic. I love that you know that. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps our... Did I question. miss anything? Did no, you, guys, you did great. You felt like those were all like basically me, right? I don't think any of those were inaccurate. I mean, you know you better than anybody. So I hope all those answers were accurate. Yeah, but when the pressure's on, I have a really hard time. If you want to know anything about me, the most important thing you could learn about me in this podcast is I am so indecisive. I hate decision making, especially when I don't have time to think about it. I was thrown off that Frozen was your favorite attraction, I have to say. So I actually... I thought it was rock and... It is rock and it's roll. It's rock and roll. Uh, I was but very see, this confused. is why I asked, because we were talking about Frozen, and I just, under pressure, I cannot like... Yeah, I really... I'm a slow thinker. I like to sit and think slowly. But it is Rock and Roller Coaster and then Frozen's my next one. All right. Well, good job. You answered them all almost correctly. Thank you. I can't (laughs) believe I didn't ace my own test. Okay. (laughs) Got an A (laughs) minus. We are going to jump right into your questions. Classic. Cam, do you want to ask the first one? I feel like I've been talking so much. All right, you pull that up while I I'll give you a break. I got it right here. I got it? All right. I want to talk to this guy right here. (laughs) Okay. Look at me while you're talking what are the similarities in being in a band and running an apparel brand shout out to whoever wrote this because they, they rhyme okay mm-hmm. just so everyone knows i'm staring directly into cam's eyes fiercely i can attest that yes um <laughs> so we definitely have always said here that like and when we like meet with people who are trying to understand us we pretty much tell them we're like a local band because that's kind of how we've treated it from the beginning we treat it as if no one knows who we are and we are fighting for every scrap on the table it's like the big things i learned when i was doing like the band stuff that i immediately pulled over here obviously was e-commerce because i was doing merch but i don't think that's what they're asking the big thing is like i would go on tour and i would play obviously like not very big shows you know maybe Anywhere from like 20 to 50 to like 100 people would be at the shows. And I would, they would, you know, I would be like the opening act and I would have to go out there and I would meet every single person in the crowd. I would play, I would put on a show and I would put on this, a spectacle. There'd be like a spectacle, which is what we are. Like we are literally a spectacle on the internet. We're always trying to like press the limits of what we do and you know, what people are used to seeing from Disney. And then I would go out in the crowd and I would connect with every single person. I would have a conversation. I would connect with them on the internet and we would like build a relationship. And that relationship building was how I would sell tickets in those cities over and over again. And that's really what we do here is, you know, we are like an artist and we have a product that we're selling, which is our t-shirts. And to do that, instead of like marketing Facebook ads or whatever, going to conventions or something, instead we just like befriend people. Like we just get Mm -hmm. on the internet and literally make friends with everybody. We comment everybody back. We DM them. And like, and now we're friends with like, I mean, we literally have like thousands of people that we like actively know and communicate with on a regular basis on there. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the job, I think. It is just, it's at least the most unique part of the job because there's really nowhere else that that's like a thing, unless you're in a band, like the main, the main is huge. We, I look at the main and they're like my case study of how to operate the Lost Bros. It's like in truly like community building Mm -hmm. and yeah, and then we hustle. Yeah. That, that statement, we hustled. Um, So you did music before this Mm -hmm. and then now you're doing Lost Bros. So did you go to a college? That's the next question before music. Okay. The year my dad died, which I think, I believe was 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was 2010. Either way, it was like my year after senior in high school. 
And I moved up to Orlando to be where he was because he was sick. And my mom basically forced me to go to college. And then he died right before it started. And I didn't want to go, but I did anyway. And so my whole scheme was basically get all those like little grants and the college, (laughs) the money they give you student loans and like take the money and run. So that's what I did. I did two semesters until I failed out and I wasn't getting free money anymore. And then I was on academic probation so yeah, I could not get money. I did not qualify. And then that was it. That was um, like 90% of my college experience. This story started low and somehow got lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to think. I took, the only classes I passed were intro to business, um, like some basic marketing class. And then like, I basically didn't, tr- I didn't even log into any of the other six classes. I just took literally zeros in all of them. But I did love intro to business and I love the intro to marketing. And that was literally like that year I started like a little Instagram t-shirt business in like 2010 with like a dream catcher shirt or something. And like, yeah, so no real college experience. I went back once a couple years later, right before I started taking music seriously. And I took one class. I took English and I got like a 95 because I loved it. Which and is I loved so being funny school. because if you know how this man types on Twitter, <laughs> you made you got an A in English and this man is just like <laughs> writing his own language on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I love writing. I'm a good writer. I really enjoy writing. But when it comes to like oh communicating, I see that as just like something that gets in the way it's like a means to an end like i only type things because that's how i have to get my thought out but like i otherwise it's like just such a waste of time it's like i hate sitting here and having to like type this out correctly it's like i'm gonna type this in the most primitive way like that episode of kevin from the office Mm -hmm. when he's trying to use less words to speak that is me but on the internet or on the phone because i just i'm like i'm not wasting any time (laughs) typing things and then he'll send it to me or colton to edit it if it's something important going up on the instagram yeah my scribes i love it all right cam i'm glad you're asking this next question okay i feel like this kind of question is a gossip it should come from cam i want to give gossip it is not gossip not gossip at all i just feel like cam would ask you this in real life one day (laughs) (laughs) what is it you're stopping at a gas station on a road trip (laughs) what are you getting at the gas station okay (laughs) like normally you're like in a fun way what would i like like, to get okay realistically the only things i ever buy from the gas station when i'm on a road trip i get a water bottle and i get a kind bar i get the dark chocolate peanut kind bar but if it were like a road trip where like my intestines were not in question I for sure would get like a drumstick, like the ice cream drumsticks. I love those. And gas stations like the only places that I'll get it once every five years that I do. Never heard of that. Gas stations having drumsticks. What? Oh In my the God. ice cream. We always get them from Public. You don't, you don't go to the ice cream freezer the, the, where all the ice the cream Flintstone is. The Flintstone orange push-up pops up. I've never in my entire life bought an ice cream from a oh from my gas God. station. I'm going to blow your mind. Go into, walk into the gas station and look at the freezer and I you're going to... I hate how young. It's well, a whole a new world in there. A lot of them don't have them anymore, but like... That's not true. I don't think so. I haven't seen them in a long time. I bet you every gas station does. Oh. And leave a, a I comment. believe they have them. I've just never heard of someone buying them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I would get a drumstick <laughs> and like, oh, I love those buffalo pretzels. Mm-hmm. the snyder's ones mm-hmm. but i also haven't eaten those in like five years so i guess maybe that would be a nice treat for myself 
You also forgot one very important thing that you have picked up or at least looked at every single road trip I've ever been on with you. Oh, sunglasses. Thank you. I love gas station sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah. Huge fan. Like terrible, ugly ones or even ones that are supposed to pass as like knockoffs or whatever. I love gas station sunglasses. That is absolutely correct. Good job. You get B plus on your answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... Your favorite piece of advice you were told that you think others should know. Let's go a little more serious for this one. Say no to every possible thing you can say no to. Say no to 95% of people who ask you to do things. Say no to 95% of the meetings that people ask to take with you. Say no to everything. Because the advice is, if you say yes to something, you are saying no to everything else. If you say no to something, you are leaving every opportunity open for yourself. And most people overbook their schedules. I was the worst person at this. I would overbook my schedule. I would go out and hang out with my friends seven nights a week because there was always something going on. And I would take every stupid meeting that someone emailed me about. And it makes life impossible. And now I literally say no to every single person that I can as frequently as I can. And my life is beautiful. I was going to say, if you say no to everything, then there are no opportunities to say yes because you're always saying no. I also disagree with that, but that's a whole elaborate thing that we right, have right. to go into another time. I mean, you say yes. Obvi- it's more about like really deciding like, what do you need to say yes to? Do I need to take this? I literally just got a sales email about someone who wants us to, they want to go in and they're going to increase our email revenue by 400% because they do this and this. I don't want that meeting. I'm not taking that. I'm not interested. Right. It's the same sales scam that I get. 30 times a week. So it's more about learning to discern what you view as essential in your life. I think most people view everything as essential without realizing that only like 5 to 10% of the things they do actually matter mm-hmm. or will impact their life in a positive way. See, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. It just sounded at first, it was like, say no to everything. Well, and how do you catchy. say yes to something? It's not good so, advice if you forget it. I know, but I need you to explain it further for the listener. I just did. I did. I know. And that's why I asked. Cam? Cam still doesn't get it. Cam still doesn't no, like it. No, he gets it. He just disagrees. Yes. But again, an elaborate thing. Let's go right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> box. We, we're on we a time crunch. You got like right 45 minutes. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's a good piece of advice. I Thanks. get what you're saying. Just because I know how we've been burnt out very, very hard for yeah. saying yes to everything. So I And if, so, if there's like an interesting opportunity, like, and you don't know, like... Yeah. Cam gets weird opportunities all he the does. time. Cam's like, always in weird meetings all the time. Yeah. All the time. Those yeah. things are worth doing. And I definitely take the ones where I'm like, oh, maybe something interesting here is going to happen, which is like literally, I mean, there's we like did, a few things just, I could say. We just did that in uh, California. Yeah. Yeah, well, definitely. We, did. we for just sure. did that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Cam. Am I supposed to ask the next question? Yeah. Go for no. it. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not asking it. <laughs> I heard that. Thank you. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> Next question before I get fired. Um, what started your passion for Disney? Um, it's not very interesting, to be honest. I didn't get into it until I was dating this girl. And we dated for like 2011 to 15. And so I was older when I got into Disney because I only went once when I was a kid. And I don't remember it because it was like 2000. So I was nine, maybe. I remember going to Blizzard Beach. The only two memories I have of that trip are like being at Blizzard Beach and climbing the ice with the rope above you and then doing oh, yeah. the excavation thing. That just like unlocked one of my core memories. Dude, me too. <laughs> I was I'm like, telling oh you, it's like, I have two memories of the entire 10 days I was here. The only two are that one and how much absolute fun I had on that, yeah. which maybe is still there. Should we go do that next weekend? <laughs> 
You want to go to Blizzard Beach next weekend? Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're we'll talk after go, the We're going to go do that. <laughs> and then the DAC thing. So I didn't get into it until I was older. And this girl was like, oh, I want to go to Disney. We live in, I'm from South Florida. So we came up when, and I was just like blown away. I was like, wait, this is the greatest place ever. Because at the time I was getting really into like business and what I wanted to do. So I started watching like all the, I think they were on Amazon and Hulu, those like discovering disney documentaries that everyone's seen mm-hmm. and i got super into that like how they're like the largest single site employer in the world and like all the different operations and businesses and all that other stuff i got the most into that and then i think i'm just like a vacationer at heart so i like i'll always are. say like the re- i like the resorts infinitely more than i care about the parks and then obviously when you have like 15 to 20 of like the coolest resorts in the world themed resorts i should say yeah it's easy to build that passion. And then it and just I do. grew. And that's it. And then from there, yeah, and then obviously, you know, it grew from there. Starting in a Austin and Alley and <laughs> all those shows that I missed out when I was younger. All right. So then switching gears from Disney a little bit, what's your favorite all-time low song? The people want to know. Um, Sleeping In from Wake Up Sunshine. For the I folks at home, I love all-time low. I love the main. I love all those like pop punk bands from high school. Is it your favorite current song or is it literally your favorite all-time low song of all time? That is like, there's some good albums. I think Sleeping In is the the wow. most Cody T song they've ever written. Wow. Like if there was, I don't know if it's their best song, but if there was it's ever a, a song that I enjoyed listening to the most, it's that one because it is the most Cody T. It's like a really like pop song verse and then it picks up with the double time chorus. So it's like super Katy Perry in the verse and then super all time low in the yeah. chorus. All right, there you go. You heard it here. It's just ironic because Cody wakes up at six in the morning every day and the song's called Sleeping In. Yeah, so I don't sleep in. <laughs> Eight o'clock. The rest of the song is though. That song definitely takes place at like eleven a.m., but no part of my <laughs> life ever happens that late. Do you okay. listen? Do you listen to Britney Spears? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference from the song to anyone who doesn't understand it. A little inside joke. All right, what does uh, the average day look like to Cody T that, that that people don't see on Instagram? Okay, my. I have like one general template that I follow pretty much every day. Wake up, work out at 6 a.m. for an hour. Go to the pool from 7 to 8 and do all my journals, all my planners, my stoicism journal. I listen to my stoic podcast. I do my gratitude journal. I do my planner for the day. I do my mantra. Then I meditate. And I have from like 8 to 9, which is generally I'm way later than this. I have basically from eight to nine to like do all the other things I need to do, like get home from the pool or I'll go swimming or I'll shower. I'll do whatever at work at nine. And then obviously this is outside of work. And then on weekdays, I kind of have like a rotating schedule. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll just like hang out or do whatever. We'll go to dinner. We'll make something here. We'll like bake or movies. Like I guess those are like my normal person days where I try and function as most like a normal person as I can. And then Thursday, I have my tennis lessons. And then that eats up my whole night. And then Friday, me and Cam have like a standing Friday night date every Friday. Mm. We either go crazy, go stupid, or we do something low key. And then on the weekends, like I pretty much work. I do, uh, but not Lost Bros. Like that's when I do all my Cody T stuff. Like music stuff, answer messages, plan like whatever projects I'm working on. Yeah, I feel like my life is not super interesting, maybe. It's very, um, very scheduled to the minute. It's very scheduled. Like everything you do is like, like you know what you're doing 
the week in advance where I'm more of a like, what's going on this week and take it as it comes sort of thing where you like, you know exactly what's happening Monday through Monday. Yeah, I'm very, I plan like on Monday morning or over the weekend while I've set my planner up for the week, I figure out like every restaurant we're going to, Mm -hmm. like I try and figure out what like we're going to do on Friday night. I know over the weekend, like what athletic stuff I'm doing. I like when hot works. Mm. We shotgun a lot of icy white claws. Boil a lot of icy white claws. Just generally getting into trouble. It's great. All I went right. to Top Golf last weekend. Top Golf was cool. Mm-hmm. I found out. Yeah. Cam actually also like, find out Cam is, Cam really is very good, good at Top Golf. Um, okay, so I'm gonna jump a question a few down. So Cam, you can pick up back up after this. But uh, you're talking about journaling. Someone wants to know how did you even get into journaling? Like what? Like not how you do it or why you do it, but like what was it that even made you? pick up a journal and start in the first place um philosophy all like the greatest philosophers were journalers and that was just what i was learning i was trying to fix my life i was trying to correct my life like i had like wound myself up into a pretty big nightmare at lost bros um it was just we were really busy all the time and i was overworking myself really bad my mental health was like had basically deteriorated all the way if you've ever seen the tiktok of the guys and they're in the little bedroom fort and they're like what's the password and then the guy comes up and he's like cinnamon sticks and he like lets him in and he's like i know i'm on camera right now but my mental health is deteriorating (laughs) it's like a really funny tiktok i'll put a link to it in the bio or something you probably need that to understand why that was as funny as it was everyone's laughing with you yeah no one's laughing (laughs) only i mean only i understood that one but yeah i mean i was just in a really bad spot and like i had gotten turned on to philosophy specifically stoic philosophy by my friend rob and it started with one book and then it went into like 10 books and they you know every single one of them talked about how important journaling was to like the most significant people in history not that it matters whether or not you're significant it's just that like how much how helpful it is and Mm -hmm. i just learned all about like the benefits of journaling and like how it changes people's lives and then it greatly 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 changed my life i remember when rob gave you that book he sent me ego is the enemy enemy. and i was like Hmm. And there was a note inside of it. The enemy. <laughs> a note that said, I challenge you to not share the fact that you are reading this book with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, challenge accepted. I did. I never posted about it. Not till now. But yeah, like way later. I mean, yeah, that's like years ago. Yeah. All right. Cameron. All right. Moving on along. What is your favorite tattoo? Uh, I have this like coffin floating in space on my hand that says rage. It's like a Dylan Thomas poem. Rage Against the Dying of the Light. I like it the most because it's the one that will prevent me from ever having a job again. Over your finger tattoos? It's like my insurance. I don't know. The finger tattoos were like pretty tasteful, I thought. Like when I didn't have a hand tattoo and I just had my knuckles done, I was like, oh, like this isn't so bad. Like if I ever need, not that, I mean, I'll never need to work a job, a regular job ever again. But like I was like, oh, if I ever had to, like I probably could. But then I got this and I was like, oh, that's... I'm on the unhireable list now. <laughs> and then I got barbed wire on my other hand. That's actually, I like that one too. These two. Well, now you can work at Disney. I am not, I think I would be pressing the limits of what they meant <laughs> when they said inclusion. Uh, okay. So that was your favorite tattoo. <laughs> what is your favorite One Direction song? The people, no control. There was, there was actually a lot of people who asked this question, which is really funny. Really? Who was your favorite like One Direction song? I saw a good handful. It's no control. I could go yeah. grab the guitar off the wall and just absolutely rip Please that don't, because right the mic's going to fall probably bam, and it's going to do bam, something. Bam, bam, bam. That riff is amazing. It is. It's a great song. Whoa. Like mm-hmm. those. I mean, yeah, that song's just a hit. It's a hit. A lot of Louie in that song too. Which one's better? 
Sleep I love in, Sleeping in or No Control? If I could only listen to one for the rest of my life, it would be No Control. I knew it. it would definitely be the One Direction song. Yeah. As a whole, I would listen. rather listen to All Time Low for the rest of my but life. Between those two songs. But between those two songs, I would definitely pick the, the One Direction song. Okay. All right. We are rounding it out. We got like two more left. Yep. And then are that's they doozies? It. Are they really good? I don't want to end flat. If they're flat, no, the last conjure one conjure up a third one. The last that's one really will amazing. be last one will be good. It'd be interesting to hear. I think for the people. Okay. All right. Am I in the next one? Yes. Yeah, All right. It's you, boo. If you could collab with anyone, I'm assuming this is with Lost Bros, mm. or maybe not. Answer however you like. Uh, who would it be? It'd be all time low. Still, I have a great all time low shirt. I designed it. Spoke to management. We had a good thing going. And then it was right as when it was right when Sunshine came out, and they're like, "Well, let us do this album, and then we'll talk." And then Monsters became the number one song on alternative radio, yep. the number five on pop radio for yep. like thirty weeks, and now Once in a Lifetime is out, and so now I just have to sit and wait. But it is we the shirt's done. It's amazing, and now it's just like getting them to take the pitch. Look, it's all of a matter of time with you. You make a lot of big things happen, so. It's always just timing. It's and just all time timing. low will happen, I promise you. I promise the people. But it's a Somewhere in Neverland shirt, so it needs to be outside of an album cycle. The other thing is they're the biggest they're ever they're they're literally the yeah. biggest they've ever been. So like something like this is like probably out of their sphere anyway right now. Yeah. Could be a couple of years. But the shirt's not going anywhere. It's staying there. All right. So if you weren't doing Lost Bros. Yeah. What dream career would you have? And Let's say being a musician wasn't on the table. No, why? That's because the answer. Because that is, that is the answer. So everyone knows the answer is you would, you would be an artist, right? Okay. But like, let's say that wasn't on the table. Give us something else. Like um, what would you just like, you would be so happy and fulfilled doing? I would uh, probably, I would be a consultant, help other people bring their dreams to life and help them make their businesses successful. Um, really good with marketing and community building. And I feel like... I could tip a lot of people's fortune and that would make me really happy because there's a lot of different like areas of business I would love to like have a hand in and try out like restaurants. I would really love to get involved with restaurants. Um, Like I would love to help build like musicians brands um, and do like label consulting work. That'd be really cool. And if not that, I would just be a business owner. I'd probably own it. I mean, I want a restaurant and a tattoo shop or like I will die owning both of those. Hmm. A legendary tattoo shop and a legendary sushi store restaurant. What's your favorite sushi roll? My favorite, like, real sushi roll that like isn't like a trashy roll. Um, I'd have this roll. It's called the ceviche roll over at Sushi Pop. That one was really good. It's like so yellowtail, like lime, cilantro, sriracha. Mm. It was like a, a very fish forward roll. But my favorite trash roll. It's a California roll. And then you take rock shrimp and you tempura fry it. And then you toss it in Tobin John, which is like mm-hmm. a spicy mayo. And then you just put it right on top of the California roll and eat it. We made that up at my old restaurant. They also had a really good one, a Karanchi, which mm-hmm. is like a, we did, we would do spicy yellowtail um, and like asparagus. And then we would fry it. And then we would like make our own salsa and our own avocado puree and put it over the fried sushi. No. I worked at a sushi restaurant for a long time. I want sushi Before sushi now. pop. And we were a really small restaurant. So me and my friend, my, me and my best friend Tio were able to like really like, we were always helping invent things for the menus and we would all just like make stuff together. And we work with like the best sushi chefs in the world. Cody actually made me love sushi. So I trust usually anything he's ever saying, we should try this or try that. Because I, I hated it before. So. 
Yeah. If you have a sushi restaurant and you want me to help you come up with a good roll, it's all up here. It's all in the brain. <laughs> that consulting job starts today. Starts today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I said... a thousand bucks a day. Let's go. I said I wasn't going to leave you with a doozy. And I feel like the sushi question, I can't leave you with that. So here's probably the most important question you'll answer all day. Oh, God. Who is... I already have crippling anxiety. Your favorite loss, bro. Don't say yourself. Colton. You can't say Colton. <laughs> Mackenzie, <laughs> she works so hard. Dang it! I really, I wouldn't be my favorite I really either. wanted to see. I really wanted to see. Man. I love all the lost bros equally. Just some a little more than others, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that was fun. I feel like we went through a lot of different things. I feel like. I feel like I got to talk about the things I love. Yeah. I feel anything else you probably pick. I think this is great for like a just a little profile. Mm-hmm. It's like a little intro, just a little get to know me doesn't have to be too crazy. You'll get to know me over the next 100 podcast episodes. I think the biggest thing we'll see all over the internet is that Cody majored in English or got an A in English. That was, yeah. Not, that, that Big was, difference between that majoring and the, getting an I, A. Yeah, I know. I, 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 got, I just got one A one time. <laughs> I think that was the biggest like... I was doing moment. that to try and get out of... I was trying to get off of the probation I was on, uh, academic probation, because I had to pay for the class, which was crazy because I had only previously gone to college to steal their money well you did it i mean i didn't steal it it was like i had to pay it all back as a student loan but you're like a modern day robin hood yeah or like for himself yeah <laughs> yeah oh god yes, i stole from the college <laughs> and put it in my own pocket see this is before everyone was getting their student loans uh canceled. forgiven yeah. or canceled which i guess maybe that didn't happen Come on, Joe. I should hit him back and be like, hey. Like, Get together, Joe. I paid back a couple thousand dollars of student loans once. Like, am I, do I qualify for this? Like, are you, am I getting cut a check? Because there's a lot I could do with that. They're going to look like you never actually went. They're going to say no. Yeah. They're going to be like, <laughs> you're still on academic probation. So I don't think so. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for listening. Thanks for sending in your questions. That was really fun and cool to go through. And uh, Cody, give us a discount oh. to give to the people make up any code you want <sighs> and you better hurry because we got like seven percent left on this battery can i okay on the computer it's sleeping in it's the name oh, of my like all-time that. low song my favorite all-time low song sleeping in. what is it 10 percent? 15 percent uh i will grant you guys 15 percent off today 15% right. from the fella. That's higher than Cam and Lex's. That is higher. Podcast. But it's his birthday, so you should be giving back to the people right now. Yeah, I should be. I wouldn't be having this birthday if it wasn't for all you guys. So all right. thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking out Oh Boy the Podcast. And uh, I think after this, actually, we get back to our normal podcast cycle. Mm-hmm. And we have some really awesome stuff planned. Um, we're so excited for you guys to hear that. We love our new podcast setup here. It's actually really convenient. We're able to just sit down and immediately get going so we'll be cranking out episodes and july has a really full awesome looking schedule so i hope you guys uh are ready because we are we will talk to you guys soon bye everybody bye bye